0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 5, Chapter 58. Gabriele Otana exalted thus in the Spirit and then turned towards the Holy Crucifix, which one of the party held in his hands, and prayed with such ardor of soul that none of those around him could restrain his tears. They could see how utterly grateful he was, how he welcomed the assistance he had received from God. As he said these words, O my Jesus, my sweet Jesus, my love, my creator, my redeemer, who could ever tell the benefits I have received from you? Then turning to his friends, what things I have seen with these eyes, brothers. Listen to my advice. Make no delay in giving yourselves over totally to God, the best and greatest. Why is it, O good Jesus, that I can scarcely speak? Give me the crucifix, I beg you. How I long to hold it in my hands, I can hardly tell you. Then as he kissed it devoutly, He repeated these words, Long live my Lord Jesus Christ. Who can ever separate me from your love, O sweetest Jesus? Then, wrathful against the devil, he continued, What was your design on me, you wretch? Were you trying to seduce me from the faith in Christ before I die? How could that be, O God? Could I change the faith I have held from my childhood? Never. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. A little later he said, have we not read Christ's word in sacred scripture? I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now if Christ is the truth, and he himself has taught us his sacred law, how could it possibly happen that I should doubt about the certainty of that truth? O vile demon, O wretch! He was unable to quench the thirst he felt for giving thanks to God and insulting the defeated demon. But rather, the more he spoke, the more eager he was. The Holy Father, St. Philip, saw that this was tiring him excessively and weakening his strength and fearing that it should accelerate his death, said, That is enough, my son. Put the deceitful and wicked fiend out of your mind and rest your hope, I urge you, in God and in his precious blood shed for you. It is he who has given you the victory. It is he who has overcome the evil demon in you and through you. Hearing this, Gabriele fell silent for a while. But not long afterwards wanted more reassurance. And said to the bystanders, That traitor, meaning the devil, troubled me intolerably. The men around him saw that Gabriele was speaking quite clearly and seemed to be gaining strength and began to think he might live until the following day. And Dabiano Valentini, who was tending the sick man, reported this to Philip, who replied, That will not happen. When he changes his position, then, he will die. His words were true. About half an hour passed, and then Gabriele turned himself over towards where Philip was, with his help called on the name of Christ, and breathed out his soul into the hands of Jesus, as if he were called to his wedding. This was at the third hour of the night, In the year 58 of our century, watching all this had such an effect on all those who attended his deathbed that every one of them began to consider very seriously the final struggle in which our whole destiny is concluded. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, patron of thy own, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Saint Philip insists that Jesus Christ gained the victory, that Jesus Christ overcame the evil demon in Gabriele, that it was the power of his precious blood that is responsible first and foremost for the overcoming of all the temptations that Gabriele faced. But notice that St. Philip added three little words Jesus overcame the evil demon in you, and then here are the three words, and through you. In other words, in the words of St. Augustine, the God who created you without you, the God who created you without you, will not save you without you. The God who created you without you, who created you without consulting you, without any contribution on your part, same God who created you without asking you will not save you without you, without your cooperating, without your contributing, without your saying yes to him. And so in this battle, which we've been following the last few days, the battle that took place on one day, in fact, it's a one long day, these, all these temptations happened. September the 1st, 1558. All of that we're following, the victory that eventually comes of Gabriele dying in the love of Jesus Christ required Gabriele to contribute, to cooperate. But not just him, it also involves St. Philip praying, begging God, and not just St. Philip. What this story tells us is that many other people were around the deathbed holding the crucifix, praying, going and getting Saint Philip. There was incredible faith at this time, but the importance of the moment of death. And they tried not to leave people by themselves. They tried not to abandon people. They stayed up with them. They prayed with them. They kept watch by the bed. Why? Well, because they know the devil is strong and he that he makes an attempt at the end of people's lives. Why? Because the last line of today's reading, the whole destiny is concluded in that final struggle. And the devil knows that. The devil knows that this is his last chance. That it's in this life that we decide our eternal destiny. If we die in God's friendship, If we die believing in Jesus and turning from our sins, then we go to heaven eventually, even if we have to go to purgatory. But if we die turned away from God, then we will spend eternity turned away from God. God cannot force us to love him. He cannot force us to be on his side and then force us and make us truly love him force us and make us happy in heaven to sort of force us to be in heaven when we don't want to be in heaven if that's even possible would be a terrible suffering so god will only save us by enlisting our cooperation our freedom but it's christ who is initiating it. it's his grace and his power which enables us to say yes Maybe it's 99% Jesus, but there's at least 1% which we have to at least contribute. But we also live in the mystical body of Christ. We live connected to Christ, the head from whom we receive grace, but we also live in union with each other. And the odd thing is that even our little 1% of cooperation is not even 1% because we're partly dependent on each other. We need the support of each other. So, even our one little percent is itself being boosted up with other people. Every good deed a priest does, every good deed that any of us do, is done through Christ, in Christ, with Christ, but also done as the part of the mystical body of Christ that we are, with the help and the prayers of other people. Please pray for each other. Please try to be with each other in the moments of death. What a beautiful sacrifice to be with someone when they're dying. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.